Capture Podcast surveys the creative, socio-cultural and political concerns of local and international artists and designers. The podcast series is a collaboration between RMIT and the National Gallery of Victoria. The tapestry is made in a linear way. The, the backing goes down and you have to cover it up and it goes down and this river is created going up. No? And so you have this story that you're telling and you cannot go back. And I broke time. I, I started in the middle and then went to the end and then um, everything started like co connecting itself uh, naturally. Hi. And welcome to Capture Podcast. This is Daniel. In this episode, we continue our discussion on practices that are site-specific. Breaking time is a term coined by Alexandra Kehalu as she explains the power of the moment with realisations that echo through her future work. We also hear from Richard Moss with his very visceral piece, Incoming. We're going to listen first to Jose as he places his back on the Santa Cruz River with Alexandra's investigation of her piece titled Santa Cruz. Hello, my name is Jose Widobro. I am here to present alongside Alexandra Quejayoglu the work that we've been working for the last year and a half. The landscape is amazing because uh, the contrast between this glacier, glacier river that is turquoise, it's like uh, this very unique blue that is like a, like a gem coming down the, the, the Andes. And next to it, you have this like desert-like landscape that uh, it, it resembles this glacier era covered with fossils that are like 100 million years old and also some vegetation growing in it. So it's not just an empty landscape. It does a lot of vegetation and different species. And when we went there with Alex, she was like, this, this is amazing, you know, this, this is something I've never seen before. It has like a power within and like a magical thing. And I have this feeling that I was like called to work with it. It's, it's such an amazing landscape and people in Argentina are so unfamiliar with it, with this uh, important like gem as Jose said and once we took the decision of of going down the river and we were there um, it all like started to make sense no like um, it was like a very um, a, a, the experience no of, of going it down and putting your life there and um, like navigating it and I like to think that I was driven to work with it. We went there actually two times. So the first time we went in December 2016 and it was about deciding if it was the right spot or not. We saw that the actual place where the first dam was, is going to be built. So after, after the first visit we decided to, to go down this river. We were very lucky to find this one guy that he organizes these expeditions down the river. And we contacted, we contacted him and he said, yeah, I do these expeditions down the river. Uh, I started talking up with him about what equipment did we have to take uh, because we were using before this uh, big drone 
uh, to take drone footage, but he said, no, this drone is impossible to take in the kayak. Eight days paddling down the river, uh, you, can, you can get speeds from uh, four to five knots uh, because you get, you get quite a nice current. Uh, we did it in, in April where you get, uh, it was a, a little bit after the peak of uh, water coming down from uh, the, the glaciers. It was completely different uh, of what I thought it was going to be than what actually it was because um, it was very challenging to, to try to uh, brief like uh, all of the, for example, the, the photographers or on what actually we wanted to document from the, from the expedition. And it's, it's very interesting because at the end of the, of the day, the, the mo one of the most valuable video footage that we got was actually the ones that were with uh, Alexis' camera, on her like small camera, because we wanted to actually try to, to observe the landscape from her own eyes. And this was very interesting. So uh, a lot of things that we, we thought it was going to be on one, in, one, in one way, they were on another way. It's amazing that when, you, when, you got, when we got the SD card of Alexis' okay. camera, you could see her work in every video. Like she was actually making a thousand works every day. I don't know if it makes sense, but you, you could actually see small little flowers, small little stones, the fossils, the, the, and, and the work of the other photographers was amazing, and it's, a, it's an amazing documentation. But it's, it's very interesting to see that it's almost impossible to try to mimic the view of, of, of the designer, of the artist, on someone else documenting this. I like to believe that art uh, has that, uh, can have that role no? um, and that responsibility of, of connecting things that are very separated and that are every time more separated, at least in Argentina because we are surrounded by people that are, have thoughts about indigenous that are unbelievable in this time of evolution. And um, I think that uh, art and design and culture are ways of, of showing like a new perspective and um, like bringing these things closer um, because, I don't know, um, Natives are, are like, not the only ones, but they protect land and they care about land in a way we, we don't conceive it yet. I think that if what was very uh, strong uh, or very uh, hard to see is like to actually go down the river and actually see all these huge machines. Like there was one time that we were going down the river and then we were on the, on the spot when the, where the first dam is going to be built. And suddenly we saw all these like 40 machines ready, like to, ready, yeah, ready to dig and like new, brand new, 40 brand new, huge machines ready. And this, this, and this was like, wow, you know, like this is actually really happening. And it was like understanding the scale of, of the destruction, the scale of the of 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 the of the of their power of, on trying to actually push forward this project that that is not efficient. You know, uh, I I I also work from the engineering side and and we did a lot of studies of like what's the energy that is going to be actually 
generated and, and it's a project that is not efficient. Like with, with, the, with the money that they're investing, they could invest in solar power or they could invest in wind power. Uh, so this was a, a big impact to actually see it there. We were, or we are very um, like clear that our job as artists is, it differs from activists, no? Um, we try to join like through a sensitivity and through a work that uh, can separate the conflict from the actual land, no? To like build this bridge between the land and the people that have this preconception of what things are. Up next, we have Richard Moss. Richard's immersive three-channel video and sound installation, Incoming, speaks of the refugee crisis caused by the long-running Syrian war. With thermo-imaging cameras, he exposes what the eye can't see. My name's Richard Moss, and I'm an artist. Incoming is a 52-minute looping, immersive, rather visceral video installation. Three screens, 7.3 surround sound, and it was made over the last three years. It's concerned with the mass migration crisis unfolding and ongoing in, in Europe, um, North, North Africa, and the Middle East. Uh, incoming was made with an advanced uh, military surveillance camera designed by a multinational weapons company in Europe. And it's a thermographic camera that can image, it can detect human body heat from 30.3 kilometers distance, which is about 18 miles. And this camera was designed for battlefield situational awareness, for detecting, tracking and targeting enemy insurgents, as well as for search and rescue. So it can be seen as an aspect of the military humanitarian complex that forms the EU's response to the refugee crisis as it's known. Our journeys have been very, uh, uh, very intense. You know, we've, we've, been, we've been making a lot of flights. Uh, if you think of the mass migration crisis as, this is a strange metaphor, but bear with me, as, as water, you know, it'll find, like, like water will find the path of least resistance according to gravity to, to where it wants to go. And so what we found over those years is that there were certain paths or routes or corridors that were the place where huge amounts of displaced people were passing into Europe and they were dealt with you know, by Frontex and uh, each of those EU governments. And of course then the, those people who were communicating over social media, Facebook and Twitter, informed each other where, where is the next easiest path to cross once those places were fortified, shall we say.
if you look at my work, it's it's not actually that didactic. Um, it, it is political, but we we're not hitting the viewer over the head to tell them to think in a certain way. It's really confronting the viewer with uh, hopefully a sense of their own complicity, and doing that by by sort of by really um, pointing out the tensions within our society and within this particular form of representation, which is after all a military um, hardware um, designed for border enforcement and for military purposes. So to create an artwork about refugees with that tool, it's deliberately, you know, slightly difficult. <laughs> and I hope the viewer feels that difficulty uh, and in order to confront themselves in the act of seeing to step outside of themselves in, in the act of seeing so that they're, they can think about that, think about representation and their own position and come to those conclusions on their own rather than be told what to think, which is what a lot of documentary does, unfortunately. I don't think art has to be prescriptive and I don't think it has to always be political, you know, in an overt way. I do, I do, I, I believe that all all gestures are political, whether or not you like it or not. <laughs> you know, by, by saying that I, this is not a political statement, that is in itself a political statement, so we're splitting hairs, but... How are you going to deal with the obsolescence of that particular film? Well, that's actually, you know, this, this new project, the therm thermographic mm. camera is a brand new uh, digital camera, so it's all, it's all digital. Uh, but I did, I did sell it back to the weapons company. Capture Podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to thank all our contributors and you for listening. Be with you next week.